For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, we at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers Rush podcast fans. So glad you are here. As always, I am John Chapman. And today what I want to do, um, man, you know, we've got all the draft stuff going on, but it's been so weird for the 49ers. Uh, the, the craziest draft I can literally remember from, one, all the trades. I think we had five trades. Um, we didn't pick anybody that we interviewed. We didn't have a pick in all of day two. Then you've got all the trades with Brita and Marquise Goodwood and then Trent Williams. And so I want to spend today uh, talking about exactly what we have in Trent Williams. Who is he? What's his background? Uh, his story? What all happened with Washington? And then how we got him and why he chose us over everybody uh, <laughs> everybody else. Uh, I mean, again, lots of teams wanted him. The Minnesota Vikings were pursuing Trent Williams like a crazy person. And um, and for so he chose us, and I think it makes a lot of sense. And so that's what I want today to be. We're going to do some film breakdown. I'm going to put some clips up there. Uh, we're going to get into some analytical grades, kind of what he has allowed, what he hasn't allowed, and all those things, and what his strength is. Now, um, if this is your first time joining us, I want to say thank you. Please go ahead and hit subscribe and that like button wherever it is you're listening. Um, and we are thankful you're here. This is the time of year that it's time. You know, the draft is done. We have our team set. The 49ers, we were at 91. We dropped down to 90. We released to safety. But we have our 90. And so it's it's time to dive in. This is film time. And, you know, it is possible that this offseason might last a little bit longer or a lot longer than we're used to. But what we're going to do here at the 49ers Rush Podcast, 
We're going to spend all the time possible with each individual player, making sure you guys are the most informed fan base out there. And I don't think that's going to be difficult. Uh, I mean, we already have the best fan base. It's the faithful. That's what's up. And so just very thankful that you guys are with us. So let's get into the trade itself first off. Okay, Trent Williams, he's been trying his hardest for two years, really a year and a half, but almost two years to get out of Washington. Now, why? One, terrible franchise, terrible ownership, terrible GM, um, played through injuries on some terrible teams, just really bad teams, and he fought through injuries several times. I'll outline all of those. But then the issue that came to play was he had a growth on his head (laughs) in between his uh, scalp in the skull bone, whatever, and the medical staff for Washington said it's not a big deal. You don't need to worry about it. Well, guess what? It kept growing. Um, went back, don't need to worry about it, kept growing, don't need to worry about it. So then he goes and gets it checked by um, out-of-source doctors that had nothing to do with Washington, and that pissed Washington off. Uh, they did some tests, turns out, yeah, that was a cancerous growth on his head. Um, so he gets it removed, and the whole time Washington's upset. Dan Snyder, uh, you know, just kind of Bryce Allen, all them, they're, they're upset, they don't like it, and Trent goes, he goes public with it. You know, he's been with the organization for a very, very long time at that point, and then he just lost it. You know, you've got to go back to 2010 when Trent Williams was drafted by Mike Shanahan. Again, we, we kind of talked a little bit about this the day the trade was made during the draft, but he got drafted by Mike and Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was the OC. They, they drafted him fourth overall out of Oklahoma, and we'll get into his athletic profile and kind of why he's a top-five pick. But what happens next is uh, <laughs> they want to start penalizing him and fining him because he's not ready to play. He had an issue after they removed the cyst on his head, or I don't know if it was a cyst, sorry, I'm not a medical doctor. The growth is the appropriate term. Um, the helmet was agitating it, so he was having a really, really hard time. Then they docked him money. Then he just basically held up a middle finger and said, I am not playing for you guys. Trade me, trade me, trade me. They refused to trade him. Uh, find him, find him, find him. He just kept whatever. Next year, trade me, trade me, trade me, same thing. And he he has been the same. I refuse to play anymore for this team. I refuse to play him. And he doesn't want to have anything to do with them. And they were just stingy, you know. The vindictive Washington team and owner, really it's the owner. You know, once Ron Rivera, the new head coach, got there and took over, you know, a bigger role, they got rid of uh, Bruce Allen, um, the long-term GM that was, you know, just trash. It turns out, guess what? Even Ron Rivera, who is regarded as a player's coach and really good dude and treats people right, they continued to screw him over. So you got to think this is an ownership issue. Now, Trent Williams, they got a deal worked out with Minnesota Vikings, and this is where the agent released the letter saying, nope, this is not true, whatever else. Trent didn't want to go play for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, You know, he's had time where he has protected Kirk Cousins. He knows firsthand what that is like. Um, He didn't want to play there. He wanted to play with Kyle Shanahan. And another reason why is the Minnesota Vikings would only do the deal if he restructured his deal. Trent Williams wanted to play one more year under his current deal, which is $12.5 million, Um, which is interesting. Trent Williams is betting on himself. 
He's 31 years old, so he is long in the tooth, but he wants to prove to everybody he can come back and play at a high level and then get that huge contract. That's what he wants. Um, and so he's betting on himself. This is the last year of his deal um, at $12.5 million. Now, the salary cap implications of the trade, um, you know, we gave up a fifth-round pick in 2020 and a third-round pick for next year to get Trent Williams over. Um, and the 49ers have plenty of cap space now. You know, with the retirement of Joe Staley, that's $10.5 million. You trade away Matt Breida, um, that's just over $3 million. You trade away Marquise Goodwin, that's just over $4 million. If you look at the scope, and this is after, this is after the Trent Williams contract 12.5, the 49ers are right smack dab in the middle of the league. We are currently 16th in the NFL as far as salary cap for this year. We have $15.7 million, according to Spotrack, which I love their website. I use them usually over, over the cap, but both great websites, whatever else. Now, this does not take into effect the rookie pool. And so whenever you look at the rookie draft pool for what's going on, um, it, it it's going to come out to about $7 million, okay? Um, so no team um, has had that subtracted yet. $2.8 million goes to Javon Kinlaw, $2.2 million to Ayuk, um, and then the rest kind of filter out. So the 49ers have cap room. They've, they've got about 7 to $8 million cap room after the rookie uh, pool is all signed over. So they're doing much better now than they were before the draft for sure. You know, a lot of that money is going to be tied up into getting somebody an extension, probably going to be George Kittle. I doubt that that happens this offseason. There are some long-term concerns with the salary cap and the fact that the salary cap is tied to revenue. And so until, uh, let's just say hypothetically, the first month of the season, there's no fans in the stadiums because of the spread of the virus and all that stuff. Well, whenever you lose that revenue, that lowers the salary cap. Perhaps the NFL steps in and says, hey, we're not going to do that. But the idea uh, of owners giving back money, I don't think it's going to happen ever. Uh, I just don't think that's who they are. So anyway, I don't think that's going to happen. But the 49ers have their left tackle of the future. And so let's go ahead. Let's jump into some film of Trent Williams. Look at that little fun transition that we got now. We're stepping up our game here at 49ers Rush Podcast. Uh, we will not hesitate. Now, Trent Williams is the left tackle, number 71. His nickname is Silverback, as in Silverback Gorilla. This has been his nickname all the way back to OU. Um, hell of a player there. Uh, really good friends with uh, Adrian Peterson. Owns a gym down in Houston with him. Uh, he goes back. His OU ties are huge. Now, again... This guy was drafted by John Lynch. And so whenever you look at his athletic profile, it fits perfectly with everything that John Lynch wants. Okay, so let's just talk through some metrics. And this was all at uh, the Combine. Now, the, the plays that you're watching here, I put together two different game films, um, one of them against the Eagles in 2017 and one of them against the Packers in 2018. He didn't play in 2019. He was holding out. Um, but he's ready to come back and play. He's really, really excited to be a part of the 49ers. He's been very active on social media since then. Um, but the things that you see from this kid, it makes perfect sense why Kyle Shanahan likes him so much. Six foot five, three fifteen. Okay, yeah, that's pretty par for course for left tackles, right tackles, whatever else. Thirty four and a quarter inch arms. That's plus. <laughs> you want over thirty three inch arms? That's kind of the bare minimum. Nine and three quarter inch hands, huge hands. He ran a four eight one in the forty at three fifteen. 
That is stupid. Now, Joe Staley, who everybody loves, he was probably one of the fastest offensive linemen in history. Offensive lineman uh, in history. He, he got clocked at a 4-6 um, whenever he was still in college. And so he's great. Now, if we're just comparing and contrasting what Trent Williams brings and what Joe Staley brings, um, what you're going to see is this. Joe Staley wins much more so with feet and athleticism, whereas Trent Williams wins with power, length, and... And speed, like he's still in the top 97 percentile of fastest offensive lineman in the NFL. Um, Joe Staley was the 100th, but he's the top tier elite still. Um, but length is huge, and that that's kind of one of the things that Trent Williams brings. And he's much more violent. Um, again, not trying to say he's better or he's worse. He's just different. They just win different. Uh, you know, Joe Staley was a tight end. All intents and purpose that only fit the zone scheme. He could have played anywhere, but that's just where he fit very, very well. Um, you know, he had his best games, I think, late in the season once Kyle Shanahan shows up. But you look at Trent Williams, this dude could only play offensive tackle. He was born that way. He didn't have to shape his body. You know, if you look at what Joe Staley's going to look like in three years, he's not going to be close to 300 pounds. He's going to drop down to about 240, 250. Um, you know, very similar to, you know, you look at Joe Thomas, uh, how he's slimmed down. Trent Williams, a big dude, uh, he's born big <laughs> and he's very, very powerful and very, very athletic. You'll see his punch several different times throughout this film to where he just literally throws people out of the way. Um, he's a lot more pancakes and pile drivers and all those types of things. And yeah, he's 31. Yes, he's been through a lot of injuries, but he's played through a lot of those. He has been suspended um, for substance abuse issues. Um, that, yeah, that did take place. Uh, let's see here. When was that? I think it was... Oh, man, I have it right here. Goodness. Oh, I lost it. Sorry. Anyway, he did get suspended for four games, but he played on a lot of really bad teams. And even though he was on those bad teams, 2017, uh, played through a in knee injury for 10 games until they were removed from the playoffs and they put him on IR. Uh, the injury took place early on. 2012, played through a right uh, knee injury. Um didn't miss a game the whole season. He got injured in week three. He played through the whole thing. He's very, very tough. He is a football player. Kyle Shanahan went out and said, look, He's a great guy. This is Kyle Shanahan's words. He is a great guy and is very fresh and eager to get back to football. Very passionate about football. Um, that's what's important. This isn't. He's betting on himself, so he's not just out to get paid or whatever else. He's betting on himself. He he could have gotten a new deal with the Vikings. He didn't want that. And John John Lynch even said, "We want to let this ride out. We want to see what this looks like because if things go well." then, you know, that's when we're going to kind of get back into it and see long-term. Who knows? The 49ers have so much depth right now at offense and defensive line. We're too deep. <laughs> and, you know, for the, the Colton McKivitz, who out of West Virginia they drafted in the fifth round, we'll do a whole podcast on him later on, but the idea was this. John Lynch said if we didn't get the Trent Williams trade done, we were taking Colton McKivitz at, in the fourth round. Um, the, sorry, the fifth round. That's what they want to do. They got him in the sixth, but they were going to spend the fifth round pick that we traded to Trent, uh, to Washington for Trent Williams. They were going to spend that on Colton McKivitz to play to be fight for that left tackle spot. And then he went on to say, you know, I think Sean Coleman can play that role. Obviously, Justin School, Daniel Brunskill. We've got a lot of guys we could put at that spot. So then you make the trade for Trent Williams. 
In the sixth round, guess what? Who's still sitting there? Colton McKivitz. And so they go get him anyway. And now they're going to have him compete at guard, uh, possibly, who knows, transfer over to tackle eventually. But I think everybody's got to have a pretty damn hard time beating out Daniel Brunskill at whatever position he plays. Uh, you know, I fully suspect outside of injury, you're going to have Brunskill as your starting right guard. But Colton McKivitz, McKivitz they said he could back up all four offensive line spots. Uh, I don't think he's ever snapped. But they have depth now on the offensive line for days. And so one or two injuries, they're going to be okay. You know, we saw both tackles leave last year, and the 49ers offense struggled a little bit, but it was still a top-10 offense in the NFL. Um, so, you know, you see these things and you get pretty excited. You got to like kind of what's happening uh, with what's going on with the 49ers. Now, um, here's the deal. Let's say you don't like what's happening. Um, and let's just say this. You're looking to last longer, go a few extra rounds. Well, guess what? You need to go to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable and brings you the performance in the bedroom to another level. Uh, they got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Blue Chew has got you guys covered. And here's the deal. No awkward meetings, online physician, free of cost. Once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a very discreet package. So here's the deal for you. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first order for free when you use the promo code BLUEWIRE, one word, BLUEWIRE. Um, you will have to pay $5 for shipping on your first order. But again, that is Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, uh, using promo code BLUEWIRE. Glad to have them back. As a sponsor, that is what's up. Um, <laughs> it, it's fun whenever they all come back to support the podcast, um, and hopefully you guys enjoy that. Now, let's get to just a couple of questions. And as as we talk through some of this stuff, um, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of really good stuff on here. Uh, people are arguing in the chat, which I love all the time. Oh, goodness. We even have some Joe Williams. Who is bringing up Joe Williams in the track? In the chat, what is wrong with you, uh, Gipster? Come on, man. You're better than that, brother. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> he meant to say Trent Williams, but he missed that. Um, and here's the thing that I want to say. Whenever we look to what Trent Williams brings to this team, it's top-level elite athleticism at the left tackle position. And you don't have to look any further then the Rams head coach, McVay. What did McVay say? They asked him, <laughs> did you see that Trent Williams got traded to the 49ers? He rolled his eyes. They were one of the people that were quietly in the conversations trying to get him as well. They wanted to move him to guard. Uh, they didn't get him, uh, needless to say. And McVay's response was, I'm going to have to go drink a couple more, a few beers before I talk about that. So again, the old Napoleonic rule of war. Never do what your opponent wants you to do. If your opponents are pissed off, guess what? That's a good thing. You want to frustrate them. You want to be in their head. You want to cause problems for what's going on. And Trent Williams does that. You know, Joe Staley, the greatest offensive lineman in 49ers history. There is no doubt about that. Uh, there's no debating that. That's just what it is. But for what Trent Williams brings to this table, if healthy, if in shape, which is going to be a weird offseason anyway, so we're going to have to keep an eye on that. But if, if 
The ceiling is stupid. Combine that with the fact that you're getting an upgrade at right guard with Daniel Brunskill. Mike McGlinchey's coming off, you know, he didn't have a sophomore slump, but he wasn't as good as his rookie year. So uh, hopefully he takes that step up. Perhaps Western Richburg's healthy for the first time in the 49ers season is a possibility. It's a big if. Uh, hopefully he's there. And then Lakin Tomlinson, the Iron Man at left guard. There's just so many positives whenever you look at this, not to mention, and, you know, we'll, we'll break down this draft later on. But uh, the offensive tackle that they are the tight end that they got Werner. Good lord, you got the number one pass blocking tight end out of college. I mean, good lord, the 49ers are doing something right. You know what I mean? Everything that they're doing, whether he makes the roster or not, that's that's a whole nother thing. But whenever you look at what they're doing and what they're building, it just makes sense. Everything is on par. And and that's what we're getting. And so I love this trade. Uh, it's financially very, very salvageable, only $12.5 million, uh, with the unloaded contracts of the other three, like I said, of Brita, um, Goodwin, and Staley. It makes sense. The 49ers have cap room for it. And I think great things are ahead. Now, if you want to catch this video with um, you know the Patreon membership. I just uploaded that one. I did, uh, I think it was about 30, 40 minutes of just breaking down you know, in slow motion, paying attention to footwork, hand striking ability, hand fighting ability, um, all that kind of stuff. So if you want that, all you got to do is just head over to patreon.com. Uh, it's in the comment section or the description section of this video or if you're not listening to video, just wherever you listen to your podcast, that's the place to be. Um, you know, I upload all those and some other good news. I'm pretty excited. Got a trying to line up some interviews with some of the new rookies and undrafted free agents. So I'll keep you posted about that. I got a couple good verbals, but uh, you never know whenever things fall through and agents and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to, you know, put that out there yet, the names, but I am excited. Do have a couple interviews with some of the players trying to get uh, you guys better access to all those players. That's the goal. So that we understand these 49ers. We know their stories. We know their backgrounds. Um, once we get to see them on the field and we get to, to, to cheer for them. And so that's kind of the thing that we're wanting. Um, AJ, love this question. What type of leadership does Trent Williams bring to our locker room? His sophomore, I keep using college terms. I apologize about that. But his second year in the NFL, he was voted team captain. Second year. Um, you know, you go back and you look at everything that he has been through. Um, the dudes just performed nonstop. He was a team captain at Oklahoma. Um, sophomore year, second year in the league, he's team captain for the Washington Redskins, um, and he's vocal. He's a firefighter. You know, if you haven't seen the video yet of him and Richard Sherman, whenever Richard Sherman was still with the Seahawks, jawing up after the game, you know, <laughs> Trent Williams told him, you keep talking, I'm going to hit you in the face. And we all know that's exactly what Richard Sherman wants in life. So he smiles and keeps popping off. So guess what? Trent Williams hit him in the face. <laughs> um, it, like he is a fire starter. He's violent. He's very, very aggressive. Um, he is not a nice person on the football field. And so whenever you look at that and how that's going to fit with the locker room, it's going to be interesting. He definitely does not have the same personality as Joe Staley, but who does? Joe Staley is one in a million guys. There, there's not Joe Staley's growing on trees. Uh, they just don't exist. Now, 
Is he going to be the vocal leader of the offensive line group? I don't think so. Uh, you know, I think that's going to fall to Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle, or Lakin Tomlinson, who's a little bit quieter. But, I mean, he's been there just as long as everybody else. And he doesn't miss time. And he doesn't miss assignments. So uh, there's a lot of very strong personalities. And, again, Kittle, guess what? The offensive, uh, the tight end, they go back and forth with receivers to offensive line group. Uh, whatever room Kittle's in, I don't care who's in that room with him. Kittle is the leader. Um so that's going to be an issue. And, you know, you, you look at captains. We lost two captains. DeForest Buckner was captain for the defensive line group. And, again, Joe Staley, who we just talked about. So who steps in on the defensive side? You know, Nick Bosa by play, you would say him. But he's very, very quiet and reserved. He's, he's not a talker. Um, Eric Armstead, uh, I think he'd probably be the player. Again, not the huge talker. But somebody that does it right all the time, good on and off the field, I think that he makes sense there as well. Uh, so, like, there's just change. And whenever you take a step back and you look at the big picture with what's going on in the 49ers roster from 2019 to 2020, man, there's no step backs. Um, you could talk about youth being an issue. You know, you lose Buckner, and that's rough, and it's not easy. But you go get somebody that plays the exact same position, that's a penetrating three technique, that's great in pass pro, that absorbs double teams. Now, he might not do any of those things as well as Buckner does, but you've got a cheaper, less expensive version that can allow you to move forward with some of the other key pieces like Kittle. Um, you know, we talked about Trent Williams, and we, we've gone through that situation, you know, a lot. But now, uh, we're, we lost Emmanuel Sanders. So, let's jump over. And let's talk about wide receiver. You replace Emmanuel Sanders with a younger version and Brandon Ayuk. Now, are they similar players? Eh, they're, Kyle Shanahan compared them. I didn't like it. You know, He said they're similar in the fact that you can do everything with them. They can run every route. They can play every position. I like that. But you know, Emmanuel Sanders is much more of a finesse, um, kind of quick in and out of breaks and solid hand wide receiver, whereas Brandon Ayuk is explosive. He is Mentos in a Coke bottle. <laughs> he's not near as polished, but he runs great routes. Um, but he's just so explosive. It, it doesn't make sense uh, how explosive he is. And, yeah, it's funny. A lot of people keep hitting me up on Twitter because the 49ers um, did, like, a Brandon Ayuk thing on the official page, and then they showed uh, Welcome to the Yak Attack. Which, all right, I like it. I like it. You know, we use Yak Pack, right? <laughs> Kittle and uh, Debo Samuel. And so, like, Yak Pack, that's our term. And they don't want to use it. I wish they would, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate everybody tagging me in, in their their thing that they did uh, to draw my attention to that. I thought that was funny. But, um, yeah, again, yeah, you're missing some things. And I get that. But you're changing... <sighs> Older veterans with rookies with potential. Potential means you haven't done it yet. These guys haven't taken one snap in the NFL. However, it makes sense. The blueprint has been made by the front office, and all they're doing is maintaining. They're maintaining this going forward, and who knows? You know, you develop depth. Um, you know, undrafted free agents, we're going to go through them. We're going to spend time on each one of those guys. Um, but I'm excited. And, you know, Trent Williams is huge. There's no pickup. And I don't care if you're talking Javon Kinlaw. I don't care if you're talking Brandon Ayuk. Trent Williams is the gem of this draft class. He's the gem of this draft class. Now, he might only play two to three years. 
But it doesn't matter because this team is Super Bowl ready and they're not taking a step back at left tackle. They got five years younger, you know, going from Staley to Williams. Um, and hopefully he can just uh, show up in shape, stay healthy, and that can go from there. Um, now, before we take off, I do want to say thank you to our other sponsor, Bet Online. Um, they are awesome. And, you know, if you like betting like I do, there's no sports, no NBA, NHL, MLB, all that stuff. But here's the deal. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline.ag, has hundreds of events, games, props to wager on. Uh, online casino, poker, blackjack, all those things, they bring Vegas to you. And so if you're missing the NFL, no problem. BetOnline.ag has daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can bet on. Um, you can bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, all these different things. 24 hours a day, it's all online. Go to betonline.ag, use promo code BLUEWIRE, one word, um, and if you do that, you receive your new welcome bonus. So bet online, your online wagering solution. Uh, appreciate them, and I appreciate you guys. Uh, if you need anything or any ideas, please hit me up on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. Um, as you can see on the bottom of this video, we do have an Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We got a YouTube. We got it all. Uh, we are expanding uh, very quickly. So excited for some new announcements coming your way. But until next time, just want to say thank you guys and stay strong faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.